0: Good morning and welcome everybody. You're listening to Faith FM, 87.6, 87.18, or 88, right across Australia, right across the Faith FM network, wherever you are. This is The Breakfast Show, positively different radio in the morning, and you are with Lyle and... Lawson And... Run. The whole team, and we are in... Ethiopia. Ethiopia. Yeah, you better <laughs> believe we are, and Ethiopia is amazing. The weather here is amazing. The weather is sort of like perfect one day and better the next. Have you noticed that?
1: Well. Well, I don't know.
0: Yeah, no, you don't know. You don't I like mean, the I weather here. Do
1: no, well, I think I, do, I think I don't like it because I'm on the top floor of a like pretty tall hotel that doesn't have air conditioning. And yeah, but so I all mean, it's the like, heat rises and seems to hang out in my room.
2: Yeah, it's just right. It's just in your room.
0: Yeah, but I mean the temperature varies between twenty seven and twenty nine degrees. I mean seriously, get yeah, it varies can you get between more perfect hot,
1: very hot, and really, really, really uncomfortably hot. I think, you, I think it was okay, a little you guys have up forgotten
0: up, what, what our summer was like in Australia, right? Yeah,
1: I remember yeah. the summer. Oh, you Australia. weren't there. I come with air conditioning. You weren't there. I remember air conditioning in Australia. That's what I'm thinking of. That's what I'm dreaming of.
0: Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Such a snowflake. Ouch! Oh, Such rough. a snowflake. And
1: I'm proud of it.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm really interested to find out whether or not Lawson. Got the guts together to have a little chat to a certain choir girl. You're
2: going to be disappointed. I'm sorry. Okay,
0: so we're going to hear that in just a moment. But right now, we're going to go to this song break. Welcome back, guys. You're listening to Faith FM, and this is the Breakfast Show team bringing you the, uh, the news and the show all the way from Ethiopia, and uh-huh. we are keen to hear about Lawson's love life. This has been the subject of, oh my of much discussion here on Faith FM over sure, the
1: last couple of days. I'm pretty sure I overheard that someone offered you money to go talk to her.
2: Offered me money? Yeah. Yes. Oh, there yeah. Was, <laughs> there, was, there was indeed such an there offer. Was, there was an offer of, of, of in fact, I'm pretty sure it was, It was Was it $1 billion? No, it was $50. $50 billion, dollars $50 billion if I no. went and talked to her. Yes, and you turned that down. I turned it down. Unbelievable. Did you Tell actually us? see her last night? Um... Okay, so. Yeah. yeah so me, we we, we got we to oh hear yeah, the story. Me, we got to hear start the story. The start. Let me start from the start. Here we go. Especially for
1: those people who are just tuning in for the first time going, what?
2: <laughs> okay, well, there's this. If you're tuning in for the first time and you're like, what?
1: We're in Ethiopia. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah that's We're right. in Ethiopia.
2: We sound like we're in Australia, but we're not. We're, we're mate, we're just chilling over here we're in a, Africa. We're a
1: preaching campaign in Ethiopia
2: and Lawson's preaching at one particular church. Which. Um, has a choir has a choir of young ladies of young women who are Lawson's single really good looking
1: (laughs) the whole country is really good looking
2: yeah gorgeous in fact so just put together the puzzle pieces and and there you go but anyways let me let me say so let's, let's just let's just do a whole rundown of my my night last night so rock up at my venue you arrive There's, there by motorbikers, but oh yeah, usual. by a motorbike, you know, Eating good dust. time. Get off the motorbike. Yeah, blowing back in the wind. Yeah, all of a sudden, dust storm McGee comes out of nowhere and just like is blowing our sight over, like literally, because our our sight. We've got like a proper church, but we're in a structure outside that's like made of sticks, sticks and, and tarps, tarps. And plastic bags, and so and- the dust storm comes and everyone's like, oh man! Like the kids start running out from under the the structure just in case it falls over and i'm just like this is pretty hectic so i go to the, the pastor and i'm like we should pray about this we should pray that the that god keeps the weather at bay and he's like yes this is a good idea so we get together and pray and like no joke like five seconds later the dust storm stopped and everything was fine we are like praise well praise the lord <laughs> anyways um then I got up and I played some I just want to say
1: you've already made a mistake right there
2: what What you should have said to him was
1: we need to all get together and pray call in the choir girls we're praying together you missed <sighs> well, they weren't the opportunity. even
2: there yet they weren't even You should have here. just called them should have called oh, okay alright Anyways, then I got up and I played my guitar for a bit just before the program started, and it's really funny because there's, like, a bunch of kids who, like, come along and, you know, watch me play guitar, and, you know, a bunch of, like, the older church people and the elders and whatnot, um, they just, like, watch me play guitar until, you know, the program starts. But then there's, like, a bunch of, like, there's a bunch of young girls who, like, hang out, there's like this little tiny entrance to the church, like this, this break in like a wall beside the church compound. And there's always, whenever I get up to sing, there's these girls like heading back from their daily duties of like carrying water or selling stuff at the market or whatever. And they just crowd in this doorway. <laughs> I'm just like, playing guitar and they're just like there watching and then I like wave them over and then they all started laughing and like were like and they walked away <laughs> and so, so uh, I'm pretty sure like all those girls came later when the program actually started but it was, just, it was just really funny so yeah and then the program started and then the choir comes and I'm like this is the same choir and I'm like, whoa! It's this, happening. This, this, this might be my time. But then the girl wasn't there. Oh, the one girl. The one girl. girl She was missing. She was missing. She's the one that got away. Um. (laughs) (laughs) I'm loving your African love life. (laughs) And so I got up to preach anyway, and it was like God really blessed. Um, I didn't, you know, I'm just going hard with the calls for baptism, but I didn't make one last night. But everyone was blessed, and it went really well. And, um, you know, yeah, I I felt God was really with it, and we are preaching powerfully, and then um, played a song for them. After I've just gotten Into this habit Like I I pick a song That's about like The topic that I'm Singing about And I just play along And, and sing And they Really love it Because um, all their music Dude the music is ama- Is like amazing But insane at the same time They just get a piano, and they do all the music from the piano, so they get a drum beat from the piano, and it's the same kind of drum beat every time, it's like the Islander sort of African, like and then they're like then the guy on the piano, he'll just transpose it to the right key, so he's just playing, you know, in the same notes over and over again but it'll just be in the right key and he just like sort of works his way up and down the keyboard with the notes and just like goes up and down and up and down and up and down so there's notes playing and then everyone's singing and they 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 usually sing songs and it's like da 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 da, da. Da, 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 da. That's like what all the songs sound That's like.
1: Really funny. All the songs in my sound site sound exactly the same as well. Yeah, like a huge guitar intro. It sounds exactly the same every single time. and That every song sounds identical. I can't tell. Yeah, the yeah.
2: Different. Like I'm like I'm not sure if they've got like a list of like five songs that are their favorite, or they're playing a different song every night. Because my translator, Brahani, turns to me, he's like, "Oh, this song is about the yeah, second absolutely. coming," or he'll be like, "Oh, this song is is about you know Joshua." I'm like sounds the same as the last song about the second coming like what changed I
0: wonder whether this is one of those things where you know um, <laughs> where when they look at white people like all white people look the same when we look at them and they're like well all their songs sound the same
1: hey before we run out of time I want to tell you guys some really good news about Africa coming up uh, so I don't know if you've heard but um, the World Bank which is the largest bank in the world um, has decided to add well they were already giving like, I know Lawson got offered 50 billion but they're giving uh, they're already pledged 200 billion to fighting climate change in Africa. Oh, really? Yeah, World Bank Group, and um, and they're now going to add another $22 billion. so $222 billion is heading Africa's way um, just to fight climate change, which is great because this country, like, it doesn't have a lot of resources, and in order to reverse or even harness uh, what they have is going to be very difficult for them, which we can really see being here. Uh, so it's really great because it's going to enable them to, you know, I, I said the other day to someone, um, Africa is so rich in its natural resources in terms of like solar or or, or wind it 's a pity they haven 't figured out how to harness that because they wouldn 't have to rely on anything because most of the products that we see here
0: are imported from asia usually yeah and i 've actually been thinking about this subject of climate change here and pollution in general yeah and you 've got a tremendous you 've got the worst plastic pollution here i 've ever seen oh, you know, yeah. just anywhere mm-hmm. in the world but <clears throat> when it comes to um, to, you know, pollution from motor vehicles. Of course, the pollution is, is infinitely lower than what we have in Australia. Yeah. Absolutely. Even though there were so many more people because everybody's riding either motorbikes or badge edges with the occasional car and the occasional truck. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and, you know, there is no middle class that actually sort of, you know, gets around in cars and this kind of thing. And so, um, you know, there's, there's, there's actually very little, um, exhaust pollution that's taking place, which I guess is, is an advantage in some ways to a developing country. But as these countries develop, uh <laughs> their ability to be able to stay on top of that situation is going to be severely limited.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And, and
0: it doesn't matter what we do in Australia, it's not going to have you know the slightest effect on the planet as a whole.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, this uh, this $222 billion is going to go towards stuff like hydropower projects in sub-Sahara, Africa. And the great thing is they're, they're wanting to make it publicly owned, so the country might actually get, get, get something back out of it. Um, they're going to be working towards uh, poverty reduction, um, disaster management systems systems, um, you know, for catastrophes that are often really poorly equip- equipped, which we can see at the moment happening in Mozambique. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so all these things are going to be great. I'm, I'm really looking forward to them sticking up some massive kilometres and kilometres of, of solar farms somewhere in all these deserts they have here and uh, enhancing that because that would be great for power reduction costs and uh, and just using natural resources in, in that fashion. So I'm really excited about that, especially because they're targeting the whole continent, just just wham, bam, the whole thing, which is really great.
0: Yeah, yeah and and I like I what they're talking is. about with hydro there because I think that um you when know, we talk about solar farms and wind farms but there is nothing more efficient than solar than than hydro. Yes, yeah, true. Hydro is clean, it's renewable. Um it creates um natural resources as far as lakes and these mm-hmm. kind of things go and it um is infinitely more efficient um and cheaper to run than uh, than solar and wind, so bring it on. I think it's one of those things that you know in Australia of course we're extremely allergic to any even slight suggestion of hydro. These days, we used to be Mm. very keen on it, but it is a fantastic renewable resource and there needs to be more of it happening.
1: Well, that was uh, coming from the World Bank Group, so that's, uh, I guess, an unusual good news to be coming out of a bank. Um, But these projects are kicking off... uh 2021, so thankfully not too far away. It's not like, you know, in 30 years time we'll start this. And uh, they're going to be happening in between 2021 and 2025. So hopefully, uh, we're going to be seeing some amazing results and some more great good news stories coming out of Africa in return in regards to that.
3: All creatures of our God and King Lift up your voice and with us sing Hallelujah, hallelujah. Thou burning sun with golden beam, Thou silver moon with softer gleam. Oh, praise Him, oh, praise Him. Strong, ye clouds that sail in heaven along. Oh, praise Him.
0: back everybody, you listen listening to Faith FM, we are coming to you with the breakfast show from Ethiopia where amazing things are happening, and one of the things that I found interesting yesterday, Ooh, I go. discovered that here in Ethiopia there are black people. <laughs> well, really wow, loud. you're, you're oh my a gun. It's no, I'm, so I'm dead serious, I'm dead serious. Your mind must be blowing. The Ethiopians were telling me that there were black people. <laughs> Wait, do they not realize that they're black people? <laughs> no, 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 seriously, they're like, oh those people are black people.
1: What? No, I'm dead serious. Oh, okay. I'm dead here, serious. We,
0: here we go. Okay, so this was over at one of the other churches, and at, the, one of the, at this particular church, there is um, some Ethiopians who come from a different part of Ethiopia, and we went over there on the way to our site the other day. I noticed these three guys, dressed up to the nines, like really, really smartly dressed, and they were just shiny black like boot polish black mm-hmm. and uh, later found out that the Ethiopians were like yeah those are the black people so
1: they differentiate between the yes. yeah twins. so
0: Ethiopians are brown Oh so they, they call themselves brown well, I don't know whether They call themselves brown or not But they were saying Oh no those are the black people well, it is I just found it like, interesting Because I mean These guys were just jet black Yeah y- You've never seen anything like it I actually do you know, When I was a kid Beautiful was, people Just amazing people to look at But it's like Wow They just just. I'm, yeah
1: I have to admit When I was a kid I was very confused As to why black people Were called black people Because they were clearly not black They were like chocolatey brown And I was like What's wrong with everyone Can they not see the difference Between black and brown But yeah But were they atheist Yes, they're
0: Ethiopian. Okay, okay so that um, they weren't Sudanese or anything like that. They were Ethiopian, but they come from a part of Ethiopia because there's like what eighty different languages, um, mm. or you know, also um, different people groups, different tribes that are a part of the modern day nation of Ethiopia. And uh, yeah, so they were they were from somewhere else. And I thought that was I, I just thought that was interesting. It, it made me smile a little bit.
1: But yeah, the, the, I think a lot of, a lot of um, black cultures, they differentiate between the shades, which is, we, f- we think it's kind of stupid, Them, but then we kind of do it as well. Because I mean, really differentiating between white people and black people is once again just differentiating between the shades, because we're not really white either. We're like a, like a creamy yeah, we're not Yeah,
2: we're not even remotely white. I'm um, not white, that's no, for sure. I'm white, okay? I'm really white. I'm advanced white. And so, <laughs> no, yeah. you're not, Lawson. You're, you're red, because yeah, you were you're, you're in the You're sun pretty yesterday. Pink, <laughs> to be honest, actually.
1: You're like a pinky tan right now. (laughs) like a beige I want to say beige with hints of rose
0: yeah and then they say (laughs) that Asian people are yellow but I've never seen a yellow Asian person yeah
1: yeah, exactly unless they have jaundice but yeah (laughs) and they're just just on the spectrum we're all just on the same spectrum of brown to be honest
2: Okay, this is it. true. This is but very true. Really
1: pale brown. That's us. And then like really, 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 really dark brown. Because even when they're really black, 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 you can't really say they're black, black, black.
0: Mm, like they're close. No, close. I've seen close, but not one hundred percent. No,
1: no. Close, but, but not one hundred percent. I think if you held up a piece of black cloth to their skin, you'd still see a differentiation between one has a t- has brown tones in it, and the one has none. Oh, brown.
0: And, and, all right. And why why and do they, they call they Native, Native Americans red? I know, right? That has never made any sense to me at all. They're also
1: just on the spectrum, in between the Asians and the blacks. It's like, we're all just a shade of brown. We're 50 shades of brown. We should all just hang
2: out and get used to it and get over it. (laughs) Guys, quick, quick, quick. We all bleed red. I just have something to say. I forgot to say this in the last section, but this is really important. So yesterday, the elders of my church picked me up and we went for lunch. Then afterwards, they were like, oh, we want to... Take you shopping, and I was like, okay. So they took me to the shop and custom measured me for a traditional what? Ethiopian suit. Oh, wow, that's pretty special. So, awesome. so, so apparently by Thursday it's going to be ready and you guys are going to see it okay so we want to see
0: this um, We want to see this next time you preach at Raymond Terrace oh, traditional yeah. Ethiopian suit I want right to see there. you
1: preach in this thing I will be laughing so hard if it's made of 100% polyester which most of the fabrics here seem to be because you'll be sweating so profusely yeah, but, uh, in uh, the Ethiopian
0: uh, sun the only suits that I see are just western suits
2: no, 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 no 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 they have like special ones so like they are like the top is like a western suit uh-huh. but then it's got like the special Pants, okay. which is like kind of like a suit, you know, very, very patterny suit pants. But then with this like skirt thing that goes around it. You know what oh, they've done that? You, know, oh, you know what they've
1: done? They've measured you for your wedding suit. They are totes. This is you what up. it is, this We've is got the it figured out. out You're Absolutely. gonna turn up on the last day at your campaign site and it's not gonna be church, it's gonna be a wedding. And there's gonna be a girl in a dress and they'll be like, Oh P.S. Lawson, you're getting married. <laughs> Then you're not leaving the country. They're stitching you up.
0: <laughs> These guys are smart. They've figured it out. They have totally figured it out. <laughs> Man, what do I do? What if I get stuck here, guys? <laughs> but one of the things, I mean, talking about traditional dress, I love the traditional dress up north. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, yeah. The yeah, women were just so beautiful up north because, you know, this is not your traditional dress that you think of, you know, of an African tribe this is the traditional dress of a culture that goes back 4,000 years mm-hmm. and they have these beautiful white dresses and when you see the procession all of the women are wearing traditional dress with a beautiful long white dress and a white headscarf, um, which is kind of like what they would you know because when I first got there I'm like oh they're all Muslims but it's actually worn differently yeah, it is. Um, and uh, and and you can and when you've been here a little while, you can tell the difference between a Muslim headscarf and a uh, an Orthodox headscarf. Yeah. But yeah. it's quite stunning when you see it is you know, really nice. thousands and thousands of women walking past in Old a procession yeah, at five o'clock in the morning. Uh, it's pitch dark. There's just candlelight because they're all holding candles. And it's just amazing.
1: I've actually been wanting to buy one. You do see them here, you know, but not as often. No, um, but up but north when you they're spot everywhere. Them, they stand out. And I've been yeah. wanting to buy one. I've seen a couple of shops already that sell them, so I'd like to go have a look but basically for those women who are listening it's like, like almost like crepe like thin cotton fabric it's really beautiful very classy and elegant and then the hem down the bottom the hem of the dress and then the hem of the scarf is a contrast fabric so like a yellow or a blue or a red and it's, it's really stunning I
0: love it I'm okay like, so what we need to do Mon is uh, you need to buy one Lawson and needs we'll post to get it we'll post it up on, uh, we'll on, 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 on Faith
2: FM yeah. so that people can see what traditional um, Ethiopian dress looks yeah, like yeah
1: yeah we can hang out
2: together yeah. we we'll little photo shoot Mon- Do you want to be my best man?
1: (laughs) (laughs) I wouldn't be the flower girl or the ring bearer.
2: Wow, I think you
0: may—I think you may have grown out of that one, um, Mon. (laughs) (laughs) But anyway, moving on to uh, more serious stories. Back in Australia, um, there is a move amongst uh, some of the football codes to uh, to move towards long sleeves. Oh. Yeah, so the traditional singlet, gone, long sleeves. Why? Why? Skin cancer. Oh. Is that actually actually a problem? Aren't they wearing sun cream? Well, you know, this is an issue that I think is worth discussing because... Uh, we have a problem with vitamin D deficiency in Australia because we protect ourselves so much from skin cancer and we cover up so much that we actually get a vitamin D deficiency because we're not getting enough sun. And so how do you strike a balance between the two? The balance between the two is really to look at your lifestyle and your diet because if you're on a high-fat diet, of course, the sun hits your skin and turns exactly. to skin cancer. You're exactly. on a low-fat diet, it hits your skin and turns to vitamin D. Yep. And so we have this major freak out over you know, the sun where we should be having a major freak out over what we're actually putting in our mouths.
1: Yeah, it's absolutely true. And I tell people to think about it like a microwave. The microwave is always going to be the same. There's waves coming out of the microwave to cook your food. Is always be the same. It depends on what you stick in the microwave that has, you know, whether or not it's going to explode the microwave, whether or not it's just going to heat nicely. Yes. So you have to think about what it is you're sticking in your body as to how it's going to react to the sun's rays.
2: So if I eat a fork... I'll
1: get skin cancer. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, so you're such a (laughs) pleb. Please don't eat forks, ladies and gentlemen. Please do not eat forks, PSA. Yes. No fork eating.
0: (laughs) You might not get skin cancer, but you will get stomach uh, um, cancer if you live long enough to get stomach cancer.
1: (laughs) Yeah. It's a little bit like back uh, back in the olden days. I discovered recently that they thought Tomatoes were poisonous, um, and it turns out that tomatoes weren't poisonous. It's just that the rich people were eating them off pewter plates, and so because tomatoes are so acidic, they were like absorbing all the lead from the from the plates. And so when they would eat the tomatoes, they'd get sick. And so they're like, "Okay, tomatoes are poisonous. Let's not eat tomatoes anymore." and It took them ages to finally. Yeah, and exactly. exactly the, that's exactly, a really
0: yeah. good illustration. Mm-hmm. That's a really good illustration right there of what's taking and tomatoes place.
1: Tomatoes, we all know, are excellent for you. They're even great against fighting cancer. So yeah, let's not point the finger at the wrong culprit. It's us. We're the ones eating too much junk food. We've taken on board SAD, the standard American diet, eating fast food and nonsense, and it's wreaking havoc with our, with our health, including mm-hmm. giving us skin cancer when we come in touch with the sun.
0: I okay, guess so here's an interesting discussion point that we might bring up on another day, and that is that uh, Facebook, Amazon, uh, GoFundMe, YouTube, Instagram, um, and uh, a bunch of other um, organizations are banning anti-vax campaigns. No, no, not not
2: any. Uh, in, are going to Ooh. no longer uh, be promoting anti-vax messages. Wow. Oh, Here we go. It's government control. George Orwell's 1984 is taking over. This is I don't like, know about you, but I, got, I, was, I became a pincushion coming here to Ethiopia. Oh, man. Yeah, yeah same. I, I'm like, they, they just know that it's true. They, they're controlling us. This they're is controlling gonna, this our is brains. Gonna... Okay, so a discussion for another day. But It's going to cause
1: absolute uproar. But yeah, stay tuned. We'll back after this break. Who
0: Welcome back everybody. You're listening to Faith FM 87.6, 87.8 or 88 right across Australia and joining us in the studio right now is David Stojic. David, welcome to the show. Great to be here again. And of course David, you're a regular here but last week we discussed a topic about depression and specifically uh, what a lot of people refer to as circumstantial or reactive depression that according to Relationships Australia reports specifically Spikes around Christmas and New Year. So particularly relevant for us
4: right now. Uh, And we said said that for a number of people, actually quite a few, that's the most stressful, one of the most stressful times, you know, in the year. I would definitely put Christmas shopping into that category. (laughs) (laughs) That's
0: right. Okay, so based on research you shared uh, last week, it seems that the most vulnerable age are young people, so that's about 20% uh, by the age of 18, or people who are in aged care... In other words separated from their families that 's around thirty five percent so that's good news for you and I because we 're sort of in between those between. two groups but it's not great for um, for the others that's for, right. um, the
4: younger and the olders um, that 's that's yeah. right even though the stats you know generally when they are spread out uh, based on on, on, on um, you know uh, beyond blue and other other research basically maybe about one in five people um, yep. suffers from, from depression. So these are just two groups where it actually really… Um, it's higher. Uh, it's very high.
0: Yeah, so we're not off the hook entirely there, don't No, not at all. <laughs> we need to look after our emotional health. Um, now, you know, we could look at that and say, hey, that's, um, you know, it's a bit depressing. We're getting depressed about <laughs> depression. But um, the good thing is that there is a lot of help available and you mentioned a few things you do here in the community. So you're a, uh, a, uh, a counselor as well as a pastor. You run regular programs in the Newcastle region. Uh, so really this applies to anywhere from Newcastle, Hunter, Central Coast,
4: um, Port Stephens area. You know, right. All that's through funny. that region. And we do have people coming. From all of these places, central yes. coast even as well to our programs, yes.
0: Okay. Very quickly, can you briefly remind us of what for the Living Lifestyle Health Clinic can offer
4: to help the members of our community? Thank you. Thank you for asking, um, um, Lyle. I appreciate the question. And, and for the Living, uh, as I have mentioned a few times, 4 the, for the Living Lifestyle Health Clinic was established to promote, promote holistic health, a health that takes into consideration the physical, mental, emotional, social, relational and spiritual aspect of of health uh, I need to say I'm not a medical doctor as you said I'm, I'm, I'm a pastor I'm a counselor qualified in that field uh, and also you know in, in not just secular counseling but also Christian counseling and and um, Uh, I'm particularly interested in the latest research on the impact of actually spirituality on our health. And most of our programs we run integrate uh, biblical spirituality into the model of health uh, that we promote. Uh, But I'm just talking about uh, in the context of our conversation what you just mentioned, we're talking about Christmas time where depression and anxiety spikes. We run... A regular depression and anxiety recovery programs, which I'm very very happy to, to hear that actually you run as well. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, y- yeah. Y- your community there in, 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 um, of faith in... in now, did uh, I hear that you've got one
0: running at the moment or about to start? Uh,
4: uh, well, uh, we, we'll get to that okay, right. uh, very soon. We will be running, but at the moment we're running something else, which is one of the triggers of, of, uh, of depression. So, uh, uh, and I'll get back to that in a moment. But this program that that we run is, is a, a top notch program, really, where, where the rates of success, because of its holistic nature, uh, are very high. Up to even 90% of people who actually attend uh, this program experience some sort, well, in some cases, very significant improvement. And that program uh, was developed by Dr. Neil Nedley uh, of, the, uh, of the Nedley Health Solutions uh, from, from USA. And so when we're talking about spirituality and health and, 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 and how that all impacts each other, we point to people that actually one of the best known, pro- even if people have nothing to do with faith or any religion, uh, they know about Alcoholics Anonymous. And when we tell them actually that actually Alcoholics Anonymous became successful, when they integrated spirituality yes, uh, that's right. in the, in, the, in the twelve steps mm-hmm. and very significantly mind you uh, the, then then people actually are prepared to hear and know that actually that side of their being if, 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 they, if, they, if they pay attention to that and, and and get help in that area they can they can really get some help so if people are interested in in um, in attending of one of our depression recovery programs or yours and they can call here fight fm or they can go on to our website www.4dliving.org.au uh, uh, or they can send us an email on info at 4dliving.org.au
0: excellent all right so i encourage you to do that uh, get in contact with uh, 4d living and look at all of the many different programs that they have to offer that can be of benefit to you. So, David, thank you for sharing that. That is uh, just super helpful, and we hope that um, more and more people are going to contact you or us to register into one of the programs that you're going to be running here in the near future. That's right. Um, okay, for those of you who are living in other parts of the country, you can contact us, and we can find out where else the, dep- the, the Depression Recovery Program is being offered. Depression Recovery Program, a number of these programs that you run have sort of been franchised, haven't they? So That's that- right. Um, various people, counsellors and so forth can do a training program and run it locally in their area. Exactly.
4: And, and that brings a lot of joy to our heart because yeah. we, we empower people to, to partner with us and, and, and run, run um, these programs to help mm. the local community.
0: Absolutely. Okay, so they're happening all over Australia, um, Australia-wide, even worldwide. That's right. Um, so if you're listening to us overseas, and I know a number of you do, then uh, we can even probably track down some... Programs, similar programs in many different parts of the world, um, as uh, a lot of you know, a lot of Adventist churches have really adopted this um, as an integral part of just what they do. That's right, um, and, and that, other that, churches that, also. That's,
4: I would say, one of the very strong contributions of our uh, our, our particular denomination church. Mm-hmm. Apart from that imminent beautiful hope that actually is implied in the name of Adventist the advent of Christ we also help people to live the best life here yes. while we are waiting.
0: And, our, and our, uh, our in-house term for it is um, for, for those of you who might not be familiar with our in-house language the in-house term for it is the health message. That's right. We call it the health message and it's a message of good health that we draw from scripture and uh, yeah just a, 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 a little unashamed brag here at the moment but it's a space that uh, within Christianity we really own this space it's a, that's right that's a fantastic contribution that um, this church has been able to make a- and we are
4: very Christian happy Trinity. we are very happy to be of service to our brothers and sisters in, in, in other denominations and churches as well. Yeah, absolutely. With, with, that, with that help. All right, so what else do you run, David? All right, so, so I mentioned, you actually You asked me whether I'm running the Depression Anxiety Recovery Program soon. Yes, but there is something we are running at the moment. It's called, well, we are running a series of diabetic health clinics. Mm-hmm. That are 12-week programs. Uh, these clinics uh, basically educate people in the best lifestyle uh, that actually, uh, uh, in what they eat, how they exercise, and, and, and it's a very holistic its nature and and at the moment we are running at warbrook here at at, um, in newcastle Uh, maybe about 40 50 people attending at the moment Uh, we we are we've just finished two sessions Uh, it's not too late if somebody here from the area hears uh, this message and you are suffering from uh, from diabetes type 2 there is even some improvement in diabetes type 1 but really diabetes type 2 is what what we what the program really caters for uh, and and um and or people want to lose some weight or they want to detox reboot their immune system they can contact 5FM or myself and they can book into this uh, diabetic health clinic i mentioned lyle that actually there is something that triggers that can trigger depression and diabetes is one of those things Absolutely. And it's yeah. called diapression. So Dr. Nedley talks about it and says, okay, the link between diabetes and depression is diap- it's called diapression. So well, he called it that way. Diabetes type 2, that's a choice? Uh, well, uh, really in essence um, uh, there could be some other reasons such as genetics, but if we have the right uh, right lifestyle, if we choose the right lifestyle, like the, like the word choice, mm. we actually can, can can control it or even reverse it. So mm. Chronic diseases really are, in essence, our choice.
0: And out of, the, out of the, the, your major chronic diseases of heart disease, diabetes, and cancer, I'd say that diabetes is the easiest one to deal with with, with lifestyle. Would that be I, I would say so suggestion definitely, as well? That's just my opinion.
4: Based on actually our experience. Yeah. Uh, and, and I'm very excited when I, when I see transformation of lives. Uh, um, we, we actually, um, I would definitely agree with you. Great.
0: Well, we're going to talk more about that. Um, stay tuned. We'll uh, just take a quick song break, and we're back in just a moment. Music Welcome back, everybody! You're listening to Faith FM, eighty-seven point six, eighty-seven point eight, or eighty-eight, and we are in the middle of a conversation with one of our regulars here on Faith FM, David Stojic. And David, you were just sharing with us some of the amazing programs that you run through 4D Lifestyle uh, Clinic. Um, you're in the middle of a diabetes program at the moment, but what else have you got? Okay, coming uh, up.
4: Uh, so we have a big year coming up, uh, huge uh, but exciting one. We have a longevity lifestyle programs. Uh, program that's the, that's a week program developed by Dr. Arlene Taylor, Mm -hmm. uh, uh, you know her, she's an amazing actually uh, brain function specialist. The, and so this is a brain based community uh, program that teaches people how to live long uh, a long life with the best quality of life and then we do the seminars uh, and workshops on forgiveness in particular one called forgive to live uh, we do seminars on codependency uh, we do li- various life management um, seminars we do uh, schools of cooking uh, support groups counseling and coaching and so on and so on so like one on one counseling That's Right. Yeah. Wow. So people can actually um, book in for one-on-one
0: counselling with. <laughs> With us. very famous David of
4: <laughs> They can. They do that.
0: That's fantastic. That's awesome. Um, and that's a lot. You've got a lot of things happening there. Um, and it's great to find out um, all of these various uh, um, seminars. Can you tell us a bit more about the Forgive to Live seminar? We spoke about it briefly last year, but it was a while back. I've forgotten most of what we talked about,
4: unfortunately. Yeah. Um, refresh our brains well, on Forgive to Live. You know, in the community where I present this, this, uh, a workshop and this seminar, Um, they just say we want to see it, and we want to be part of it again and again. It's almost like something people just want to come back to and do do all the time. So, so over the years, uh, as I was running various community outreach programs, uh, in particular, I, I may I say, uh, when, when we are dealing with people with depression, uh, in invariably uh, many of them, when I say, "Look, what do you think?" These are some of the programs that we can that we can offer, you know, for your for your help. Uh, and, and I I mentioned the seminar for. Forgiveness, you know, they say, please let us know when you're running it, uh, and 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 they absolutely uh, relate to that. It's not obviously limited just to just to them, but but it's it's a program that we run, particular one, as you mentioned, franchise. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> you're using the program by Doctor Dick Tibbetts. Uh, in the uh, that he developed in in um, a relation with our own uh, dr Marcia william here in australia and and it's a practical program that takes people step by step to this process of of understanding forgiveness and, and actually how they can come to the point of forgiveness so what's the format of this program how does it actually work uh, so so it's it's a 6 week uh, or a 6 session program uh, with each session running for between 1 five you know to, to two hours uh, the seminar is a combination of a video presentation by dr dick Thibbets, the author and as i mentioned dr marcia william who is the co-presenter and each session also features an amazing story uh, of forgiveness where somebody was healed of their mental and emotional pain by choosing guess what by choosing to forgive. Mm. And so the role of the facilitator, we have facilitators, the role of the facilitator is to lead the participant, participants uh, th- uh, through discussion as they go through the workbook uh, that is developed by Dr. Tibbets. So um, there are some really coaching, those probing questions uh, on which the participants are invited to reflect, uh, and those who feel comfortable can also comment on them uh, or share their insights and experience. So there is no pressure on anyone. To talk about themselves. But if they want to, if they choose to, they're welcome to do that.
0: So, why is it that? What are some of the reasons why people find it so difficult to forgive?
4: Uh, when people attend our oh, Forgive to Live seminar, many of them realize uh, that their whole idea of what forgiveness is and, and, and who benefits from it is wrong. Um, so so yeah, mm. uh, misunderstanding. I would say. Yeah, what are some of those uh, uh, myths and misunderstandings about forgiveness? Well, number one, actually, uh, people have have um, uh, some expectations, and they and they say to themselves, "Well, uh, um, the offender will, will 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 take initiative to come and apologize to them." Hmm. Sometimes, well, many times, it never happens, and so the, so they 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 think, "Well, if somebody doesn't apologize to me, I can't forgive." But that's a misconception. Uh, um, that actually somebody will come and make restitution, you know, uh, make made the, made the wrong things right. But that doesn't happen either. So are we going to be captives and prisoners of unforgiveness for the rest of our life? And... and um, that actually the offender uh, will care about our happiness. Many times offenders just care about themselves. So, so, so these are the expectations. If people have wrong expectations in these areas that somebody would apologize, make restitution, or that somebody really does, uh, care, cares about them. I mean, they may, but mm. in many cases they don't. And so if people have these kind of expectations, they may never come to the point of forgiveness.
0: Yeah, so this is where we kind of come unstuck, isn't it? Because we have you know, false expectations about the offender.
4: That's right. And, and, and as, as we mentioned, offender sometimes, either he's not even aware that they've done it, or if they do, they moved on with their lives, so, so, and we are stuck if you're not forgiven, if, you're not, if you haven't forgiven.
0: Wow. Okay, so we need to um, correct our misunderstandings about forgiveness and what it is and what it uh, what it what it isn't really. Um
4: Yes, that, that's 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 uh, that's correct. Uh, you know, uh, we definitely need to do that. Um, uh, and and uh, uh, sometimes the the um, the people who are struggling with unforgiveness, uh, they think, why should I forgive? I didn't do anything wrong. The other should be punished, you know, or, or yes. pay for it. Uh, why should I let uh, the other uh, person off the hook? Uh, that's a very very uh, frequently. Uh, claimed or or, or, or or pronounced phrase. Why should I let somebody else off the hook? Uh,
0: I guess just um, my observation would be that if you if if you are not letting them off the hook in your brain, then you are the one who's actually on the hook because uh, they probably have no idea about it.
4: <laughs> that is so that is so so true. Uh, you know, uh, let's mention um, a few other myths about forgiveness. Uh, well, forgiveness isn't forgetting. Uh, yes, <laughs> so, this is really. important. We, we, we frequently hear this cliché, forgive and forget. Forgiveness isn't excusing somebody's wrongdoing, you know, uh, and, and, and by implication, giving permission to do it again, uh. as some people say. It's not denying. It's not a denial or nothing happened. Uh, it's not condoning. It's not even pardoning, uh, you know, because... because uh, yeah, if
0: they've done something wrong and it's, and it's, uh, and, and it's
4: jail worth, they're still going to prison for it. Absolutely. And also... It does not necessarily mean that there will be reconciliation. That, okay, so
0: forgiveness and rec- reconciliation are two things. That's that's exactly separate so. from each other. Yes,
4: in some cases there is reconciliation. Yes, people come to agreement and forgiveness happens. But in many cases there is no reconciliation.
0: The so reconciliation lets two people get on there with their life. Forgiveness lets you get on with your life.
4: Spot on. Spot on. Mm-hmm. I'm that's starting to
0: see how this works. <laughs> so it looks like a lot of people confuse forgiveness and reconciliation, um, and uh, yeah, a significant. Difference between those two right there, um, and I understand. Yeah. So anyway,
4: well, let, let me let me uh, as, as we are, we are coming uh, fairly close to the time, let me just. I, I we would do injustice if I didn't didn't, didn't do that. We actually need to point a uh, point to the model. What gives us and many people before us who have discovered this the the, the great example of forgiveness, the one who prayed from the cross, "Father, forgive them for they." not know what they're doing Uh, we need to actually come to that position and place in our life and we strongly suggest that as a great uh, if I may call it spiritual resource as we behold as we uh, as we behold uh, that, that that example of forgiveness, uh, uh, Lyle. Yeah, um, and, and really,
0: that's a great example because when you think about it, you know, Jesus was there was no reconciliation that took place there. The the, the soldiers that he was speaking about, they didn't, they, they didn't stop. They didn't stop nailing him <laughs> that's, up. That's right. Um, the priests, you know, they didn't they didn't stop accusing him.
4: Um, he just prayed for their forgiveness. That's right. And for for this reason, Christ, knowing how important forgiveness is, he said to us, "For if you forgive men their trespasses." your heavenly father will also forgive you but if you do not forgive many in uh, their trespasses neither will your he- heavenly father forgive forgive you now this can be impacted hugely mm. but in essence christ is saying here forgiveness is important i model that learn from me and you will be able to forgive as well
0: That's fantastic. David, thank you so much for joining us and speaking about forgiveness, and we're really looking forward to your next presentation here on uh, Faith FM. Um, We'll be back uh, right after this song and then the 8 o'clock news.
3: Praise God from whom all blessings flow. Praise Him, all creatures here below. Praise Father, Son, and...